absolutely. Uh, recruiting base, time zone that your your windows of opportunities to be viewed around the country, and primarily, and all I cared about was recruiting and and uh, you know and building our our football program and our brand and and um, you know I just don't believe you know that that any anywhere else would have been you know would have been that positive especially out west there's bob stoops talking about some of the conference realignment mess we haven't had a chance to talk about what's gone on over the last week or 10 days it's been pretty wild it's gone pretty quick we're in a whole different world than we were last month it's wild and it happened in the span of two weeks i guess less than two weeks um yeah i mean i i think it's unfortunate for some fan bases out there but well i tend to look at things selfishly and from the ou side of things and buddy there are exciting days ahead ou is in the exact spot they need to be bob stoop says it so that's that's enough right there recruiting wise excitement wise ou is where they they need to be and you know what man i I know it looks different but college football is still going to be okay in the future it's not going to look like what it did when we were all growing up but college football will be all right when it's all said and done yeah i you know there's always a there's always a, a a feeling like we want everything to stay the way that it was, but I, I, everyone gets all sentimental all of a sudden whenever things go away. But you weren't watching Pac-12 football, right? Well, I was hate watching USC last year. Other than that, no, I was not watching well, Pac-12 football. I'm talking about. Everyone, I, the people that were no, the people on the West Coast weren't even watching Pac-12 yeah. football last year, and it was the what was the area of the country that was probably least passionate about yeah. the sport. So everything needs to stay the same, even though you're not involved with it, just so you feel comfortable and that things are still like they always were. I don't necessarily understand that. Now, there's some big rivalries, perhaps that have gone away, but there's going to be new rivalries that that occur and I think the Big 12 has done a really 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 good job in in staying relevant it was going to be a battle between them and the Pac-12 and even if you listen to the way that some of the Pac-12 teams that have joined the Big 12 the way they talk it doesn't take a genius to figure out why sports were withering on the vine out on the west coast is because They've got this very heightened sense of superiority about themselves. Why? Well, that's anybody's guess. I don't know. Some of the comments from these university presidents about kind of how this thing went down. and Well, how about even the comments now? The Arizona State president saying, saying I'm not going to West Virginia of all places. Dude, you're Arizona State. How about you go wherever the hell the Big 12 sends you to go and you're happy about it? Yeah. And you're not in the same situation as Oregon and Washington State. What are you doing, dude? Like everywhere he's gone, like Pullman, Washington, which is like 1,300 miles away from Tempe, is some like beautiful metropolis that he's been dying to go to every year. Give me a break. It's like right whenever things happen, just say you're happy to be in the league. I, it's all. It's not that hard, man. 
I, I love what the Arizona president said on the uh, Apple package that they were presented last week. Quote, we were trying to think, well, it's going to be like selling candy bars for Little League. <laughs> <laughs> Heck of a comment. We'll be sitting there pushing subscriptions nonstop. I saw someone compare it like, yeah, it would have been a good deal. They would have got close to what they're going to get in the Big 12 if they just beat the NFL numbers on Sunday ticket. Like, if they could just get that many people if to sign up. If they just beat the NFL, they'll be all right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I've watched uh, late Pac-12 games in a stupor more times than I can count. I, you know, the only thing, only reason they get any ratings is because all of the people that have passed out and the television is still on on those games, you know, because we all, we all catch the late Pac-12 game at least, you know, the first half perhaps. 918, I have never watched a Pac-12 conference game in my lifetime. Well, well, I think you missed your final opportunity to do so. Well, I feel like you're missing actually, out. they're going out with the bang. This year is going to be the best year the Pac-12 has had since I don't know when. They've got three, maybe four legitimate Heisman Trophy candidate You know what? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're going to get a team in the playoff because the conference is so good, but the list of coaches that they have in that league right now, um, it was never going to overtake the, the SEC or the Big Ten as a football conference, but... I don't know, man. I like Washington. I feel like they're trending up, right? Yeah. Kalen DeBoer, I like him a lot. I really like Dan Lanning at Oregon. Yeah. So does Oregon. They're giving him an unbelievable amount of money right now. Which, how about him like slamming Colorado for leaving? Uh, wait, did, did they win anything? I, I don't remember them winning anything. Do, do you guys? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> what? What the hell's going on around here? And then they leave like, I don't know, thirty-six hours later. It's just funny. Uh, Drew from Flower Mountain. Well, I'll, get, I'll get back to that one. Sarks Vodka. People on the West Coast belong in the West Coast. I don't care because OU is in the SEC now, but those West Coast people are nuts and care slash think about some wild things. It's no wonder their sports are and have been dwindling. Yeah. Uh, South Dakota Sooner. Gentlemen, I'm coming from South Dakota for game one. Where is best place to be after the game? Uh, with the ref, mm. I'll, and I'll tell you exactly where we're going to be probably by the end of this week, Ooh, South Dakota little, Sooner. A little post-game action. A lot of post-game action yeah. this year. Come Have uh, 20 beers at the game, and then come uh, yell at Tyler while he's doing the post-game about what you saw out there. I That's not any different than any <laughs> other home game Saturday. <laughs> uh, you're just adding someone else to the mix. <laughs> I've been flipped off. I've been F-bomb. And not even because of opinions. It's just drunk people just – I don't know. Having trying to have a conversation during the segment, it's 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 a lot. It's so funny. Uh, it's like it's, um, it's a lot, man. Just just be happy that you do your post game show from the inside of a radio booth. I know, it. not in a bar. You know when they're like they've arrested some horrible person and they're doing the perp walk, and there's just like a bunch of people behind the barriers, like just yelling mm-hmm. things at them, pointing fingers. That's that's watching you do the post game. Uh. People leave empty beer bottles, empty beer cans on the table. It's 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 wild, man. And dude, that's a Big Twelve crowd. What's the SEC crowd gonna look like during post game shows? Oh my god! Wear a bulletproof vest. You're gonna have to have like a. You're gonna extra, break a bottle and try to stab me at some point. An extra headset for the LSU fans to put on. Oh god, no, thank you. Uh, quarterbacks, how they how they look today? You know. Um, I today I didn't notice as much from the quarterbacks, but when I was there on Saturday, I thought Dylan Gabriel looked really good. He looked he looked really smooth, ran around, made some plays on the run. 
um, uh, Jackson Arnold, he made one beautiful deep throw, but he also threw a pick six to lose a two-minute drill. Mm. Um, so, you know, he's going to have some of those freshman moments out there. I think it was a two-minute drill. It doesn't matter. I, I've seen some good things from both of them. I thought Dylan Gabriel, from from the limited amount that I've seen, looked really sharp. They released a minute-and-a-half, two-minute video yesterday, OU Football did. It was basically, He was mic'd up along with Levy. And Levy nice. the whole time was saying, good, good, good. <laughs> I mean, for basically for two minutes. But, I mean, that's really kind of the only look that we have at practice. And you mentioned the way that Gabriel was moving around. That's what caught my eye in that video is getting outside the pocket, maybe pulling and keeping it on his own mm-hmm. read, whatever they were. Like, it, it looked like it was a lot it was a lot quicker for him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's moving around really good. Um, as far as accuracy and stuff like that improving – Hard to say with just a very, very tiny sample size that I've seen, but I I didn't see any inaccurate throws. And I think it's not like – I don't think he necessarily has to – this may sound stupid. I don't, I don't think accuracy is an issue for him. I think it is comfort in the offense, comfort with his receivers, and comfort with his offensive line. I If – if he is in a comfortable, confident position, I think he's more than capable of being a really accurate passer. If he's worried about his offensive line, if he's worried about his wide receivers, I think that's whenever some of the the crap sifts into his head and you see some poor throws. Well, he's playing loose and he's confident. He's yeah. He's no, I mean that's pretty much every quarterback out there. That's he's right. no different. He's a, he yeah, but just the way that he was moving outside the pocket was okay. Yeah, that that looks. Looks good. That looks a lot better than it did a year ago. Yeah. Is it pretty obvious being out there for what was it, practice four and practice five, who QB one and QB two is? Like, is Arnold getting all of the QB two reps, getting the second most reps? I or hard to tell. Uh, it's hard to tell because there's there's such a. It doesn't take very long for things to like really break down an offensive lineman is getting an extra roll of tape on his ankle. So the whole first offensive line isn't out there. So you're like, is that the, is that the first offensive line? And then like you got eight running backs that are getting reps. Who knows who the first running, like, you know what I'm saying? And the receivers are all coming in and out. So it feels, it feels pretty like, like it's all moving parts at a bunch of different positions, but when I have seen ones, it's Dylan Gabriel. Oh, well, that's not. I, yeah. I think the question is more uh, is, like, w- when the twos are in or is he getting the second most reps out of any of the quarterbacks, Jackson Arnold? I've seen number 10 and number 11 getting reps. And it, I guess it really doesn't matter who's getting the most reps. If something were to happen to Dylan Gabriel, I, I still think Jackson Arnold's going to be the one trotting in the game. Yeah. As long as, he, as long as he maintains the trajectory that he's on, yeah, I think that's that's most likely going to be the case. Um, anything at wide receiver to note before I get to a Brett McMurphy report about Ooh, the ACC? Um, I think it. There's a. I mean, I I I just I hate saying this. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of wild plays. I just you don't know who's going to do it consistently. I. In, in a practice, 
especially for me watching a small sample size in team drills, like you may only a, a, a receiver may only get one or two catches, right? So it's hard to go off of much with you know. And I typically watch. I don't watch the wide receivers and DBs do one on ones. I watch inside drill, so I don't get to see that. Um, so right now I would say no one individually has really, well, I can hear out. you doing a victory lap all the way in Mexico last week after you picked Gavin Freeman as wide receiver one. Hey, and then, uh, BV said last Tuesday that <laughs> he was the best wide receiver we had in spring and it wasn't even close. Well, I could hear it. Hey, he, and you know, I, we talked about this some yesterday because, you know, we got a text like, is that worrisome? And I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. We talked about it a lot yesterday. But a, I think a, a huge majority of the fan base, and rightfully so, like I, I can totally understand it, I don't think they have the right picture of, of who Gavin Freeman really is. I think they picture a undersized walk-on wide receiver. Correct. But he's one of – the fastest players on the team. He has some of maybe the best explosive change of direction on the team. He's incredibly talented with his hands, incredibly uh, precise in his route running. He is a legitimate wide receiver talent. So I, I think people are taken back whenever they hear that. It's like, how could that be the case? This isn't, he's not a charity case. He is a legitimate wide receiver in, in D1 college football. Okay, here's uh, what Brett McMurphy just tweeted out. ACC considering adding Cal, Stanford, and SMU, or just Cal and Stanford, sources told at Action Network. SMU has a $10 million exit fee to leave the AAC with less than 27 months' notice, so that number could double. In May, ACC source told Action Network league had no interest in expanding. Quote, we already have two mouths to feed. Today, obviously a lot has happened in the past few months. So I, the gist of it, I, apparently the ACC is considering adding Cal, Stanford, and possibly even SMU. I don't, yeah. I don't understand the Cal and Stanford part, but that's, that's the latest. Cal and Stanford mm-hmm. are going to go to the Big Ten. I mean, they're not going to go to the ACC. They're going to the Big Ten? Yeah. The Big Ten Conference, the one with Ohio State and Michigan and – yeah, Penn State and USC and all those guys, huh? Yeah, they sure and, have a strange way of showing it. And USC and UCLA and Teddy, Washington. They have too many names. We'll be it'll be five Oregon. o'clock before we name all the teams in the big Big Ten. Well, it it makes sense. Massively discounted rate if they're going to the Big Ten. I would bet. He, well, yeah. I mean, I just, mean, I guess like Oregon and Washington as well. They're but, not getting full share. But everyone's going to. I mean. The, I think the Big Ten is going to want that. For scheduling purposes, they've got a huge conference now. Like Those teams want to maintain some of that West Coast stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like It, it just, at this point, it makes sense to have a, a Big Ten West that has, has six schools in it. 20 schools? That would be 20 schools in the Big Ten. Jeez. Yeah. You'd have all the old Pac-12 schools. I mean – those, those, those so schools you're telling me technically... 18 is fine, but 20 is just outlandish? I'm not outlandish? telling you. 18 seems like a lot, but then you get to 20. It's funny. You add all these Pac-12 teams to the Big Ten, and they're technically Big Ten schools. 
but they all just be playing a Pac-12 schedule right. all over yes. again, just affiliated with a different conference. Well, that that's what I'm saying. I mean, really, all it is necessarily is TV. Uh, you you get some games out there, and uh, it makes sense academically with with Stanford and Cal to join the Big Ten. I mean, those aren't schools that the the Big Ten's going to turn their nose up, you know, in that department. And you know, they're also they add to some of the Olympic sports and. I don't know. I that's what I think is going to happen, and and this is just maybe a, a play to to try and increase whatever deal it is they're going to try and get with the Big Ten. Nine one eight Big Ten wants Stanford and Cal's research dollars. That's from the nine one eight four zero five guys. Why in the world would SEC or Big Ten want to add anyone else at this point? Maybe Clemson, Florida State, Miami. That's about it. Feels like the SEC's kind of good right now. Feels like they're all right. I don't. I don't think the the SEC is in any hurry. Like, they don't. They, need don't they don't need anything. They've got a huge deal. I feel like they like their number. They like the regional at, because really the SEC is the only the, the only conference right now that has a regional feel God, to it. It's uh, it, it has what seems like a a very tight knit regionality to it, which. Six weeks ago, maybe it wasn't the case, you know, and now all of a sudden it's like, man, they're all packed right down there in the southeast. I don't know. It's interesting. I I think there's going to be uh, – Florida State and Clemson are are obviously really all you want from the ACC if that whole thing is going to go under, but their television contract is so god-awful. Like, But it may be – even though it's horrible and it goes on for what seems like another 30 years – I, it's not out of the realm of possibility that ESPN doesn't look at it and be like, listen, I know we've kind of got them by the you-know-what right now, but we could still make more money if we figured out something else to pay some of the current teams less and add Clemson and Florida State, some of the bigger schools somewhere else, and, and got more money out of those games. Let me read a few more. Mike and Springfield, Cal and Stanford are AAU members. It's a natural I think it's saying, yeah. basically saying it's a natural fit with the Big Ten. It is. 918, Mr. Sooniverse here, I believe, based on the running backs that got touches last year in the bowl game, that it's going to be Barnes and Salchuk. Those are, under, those are the two betting favorites. That is the best thing we have to go off of, but I don't know that that's necessarily I, – like I said, the guy that looks the best to me, and I – this is just off of what I've seen. I didn't talk to DeMarco Murray about who he likes the most. Nothing. Just strictly what I've seen as a casual observer. Um, you got to remember, he wasn't on campus when those guys were, were getting uh, carries in the bowl game. Things change whenever new talent is on board. And, again, not necessarily saying he's better, but – it, I, there is no clear-cut leader, in my opinion. One more, J.G. Wentworth. It's hilarious to hear Teddy laugh at Tyler's post-game pains as he sits in his high castle, LOL. It's like every single Saturday, you know the video that's that's gone viral over the fa- uh, past few weeks, The uh, which it's now confirmed she lives in Dallas in a $2 oh, million yeah, yeah, yeah. home, screaming because she mm-hmm. lost her AirPods. It's like dealing with one of those individuals every single Saturday in the post game. Just one? <laughs> just, well, in the Big 12, it's just been a handful. I'm worried ah, about the SEC. Okay. Doing a post game show in Baton Rouge. I'm going to Now, hang on, uh Mr. Wentworth. I I struggled through some pregame pains. I'm down I'm in the 
I'm in the mix during pregame. Yeah, JG, he had to it. sit in the Iowa State press uh, press box with no AC that one time. No, Not I'm one time. at home. I'm on Campus Corner, baby, for pregame. Let's go. At 7 a.m. Well, everyone's cool. Yeah, there. everyone's cool in pregame <laughs> at 7 a.m. Well, guys, how's it going? What do you think is going to happen today? That's about all we get. All right, quick timeout. Keep the text coming. 651-3439. Knipple Meyer text line. We'll be back. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. Does your disability make it harder to find a job? Yes, absolutely. DRS can help. DRS is Oklahoma Department of Rehabilitation Services. DRS empowers job seekers with disabilities. Who really want to work. So employers like us really want to hire them. Now we're taxpayers. Contact DRS. DRS can help. Contact DRS. 800-487-4042 or okdrs.gov. This is Mark Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain head ball coach. We know Van Hoos Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs. Whether it's a new install or repair work, let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource. Call us today at 405-735-1167. Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up now that open enrollment for health care coverage has ended, there's still several options to consider that just might benefit you. Need to purchase your own health insurance? Confused about Medicare? Considering offering benefits to your employees? Call the agents at Allison Insurance, featuring 70-plus years of combined insurance business experience. They're able to help clients avoid mistakes when purchasing individual or group health insurance. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. They are the experts. Why? Why do we ignore the things that give us pause, that seem out of place, that don't feel right? The answer to why defines who we are. So if you see something, why do you say something? I see safe for my friends. For my community. For my family. For each other. Because all of this matters. We all have something worth protecting. So why do you see safe? Report suspicious activity to local authorities. If you see something, say something. The spring and summer months are a great time for you and your family to spend quality time together. And right now is the perfect time to join the Trails Golf Club. The Trails Golf Club in Norman offers an 18-hole championship golf course, a swimming pool, numerous fun family events throughout the year, a fully stocked pro shop, and dining at the grill in the clubhouse. There has never been a better time for you to come discover the trails. Call Zane today and learn more at 364-3790 or visit trailsgolf.com. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. 
We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Yes, we had Hard Knocks starting tonight and the Johnny Manziel documentary oh, really? being released. I believe that's the case, both of those. Uh, Hard Knocks is Jets, correct? Uh, J-E-T-S. Jets jets jets, 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 Jets. Correct, yes. Johnny Manziel documentary. It sounds like it's going to be uh, rather heavy. I read last week that his plan was to, and, and not making light of this at all, but to go on a bender five million dollar bender and take his own life at the end like go on such a bender oh that was his plan it would make sense for him to take his own life if he went on enough of a bender so that's where he was at at some point that's what you're telling me not where he's at right now no he's he's good now he's got people that care about him um is, is what he has been saying recently sounds like he's in a lot in a much better place but yeah he was there at one point after his football career well um five million dollar bender man that'd be something oh man you know i'm just trying to think about that like for manzil i feel like a five million dollar bender could be like a thursday friday in vegas at hawkeson <laughs> two nights at hawkeson that's it like a five million dollar bender for me could be like the next decade i say hawkeson <laughs> because that's the place where well, he was hurt when he was in cleveland and he said oh well here's the deal i'll just fly out to vegas on saturday go to hawkeson and then fly back in time for the browns game on sunday and, well, I, that plan was never going to go according to plan. He passed out, and he woke up, and I think, like, the Browns game had already started or it was close to starting. Long story short, he didn't make it to the game. You know, I think um, I think a documentary, like a publicized – like, there's, there's going to be a ton of people that watch this documentary. I, I'm interested in it. I am too. I mean, after seeing him in person in the Cotton Bowl, I think that what a player. Think about how hard it is, like for anyone you know, to see your flaws. Imagine how difficult it is for the entire world, and you know, just to put it out there, like everything. I mean, that's not easy to go through. But I feel like after. He goes through it, and after he answers the questions, and after he gets the, like the initial, you know, rush of, of whatever comes from it, I feel like it may be probably the best thing that could happen to him. You know, hope so. I hope it works out for him. Uh, Drew from Flower Mound, Ted, what is something you would like to see Justin Harrington that would make you way more optimistic about him, and how 
and how his role that he will play can help the defense. I don't know that there's anything that I can see from him that would make me any more optimistic I, you're than I already super, am. You've been optimistic all offseason about Justin Harrington. You I'm, need to see anything. I'm telling you, he is – he can run. He will absolutely strike you. He's got great length at that spot, 6'3". He's played corner. He's played safety. He understands the coverage aspect of it. He he's he's just athletically gifted. It the I guess the only thing that I see that could potentially hold him back is maybe just the the mental consistency. Uh, knowing where he needs to be, what he needs to do, and and doing it consistently. But I mean, he's. He's going to be he's going to be way more consistent at doing his job and his role of the defense than that position last year. I and if he really gets it and it really clicks, I think he I think he's an all Big Twelve shoe in. All Big Twelve. Well, I, I was going to mention a player I'm excited about um, at a similar position or at least in the same position group. I can't match uh, your excitement for Justin Harrington. I, I don't know if it's physically possible. We just heard what you said about him and the potential there. I really like Reggie Pearson, though, a yeah. lot. I, I've thought all along that he was going to be the other starting safety. I don't think that he transfers his what final year of eligibility that he has if he didn't think he had a great chance to start. And maybe I'm way too hung up on the massive hit that he had against OU in overtime last year. But I, I think he's going to be I, – I think everyone includes his name in the rotation or in the safety conversation, but maybe we're even underrating him a little bit. I, I, I like Reggie Pearson a lot. Would not shock me one bit if he started. He's definitely going to play, and he's definitely going to, I would say, start in some of the packages that have some of the different personnel groupings. But he may be, he, he may be a straight-up starter at safety. He – He's probably the best open field tackler on the team. And in the box, when he has an opportunity, he will also strike you. Uh, okay, 918. I sent the text regarding Freeman yesterday. Teddy is correct with how I view Gavin Freeman. I like what I saw in his limited snaps, and my text wasn't meant as a shot. I didn't realize he was that explosive of an athlete. Yeah, well, I'm not. I, I just I think that that is I think that's probably the general understanding of him for most people. Walk on, undersized. Uh, no, nah, he's 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 legit. 918, he's legit. sorry I keep asking this, but I haven't gotten it uh, got it through. Does Teddy think PJ will flash on the field even as a true freshman? Uh, that is PJ Atabare, for those of you not familiar with PJ. I I think at least early on I think reps are going to be very difficult to come by. Just think of how deep we are at that position. Uh, I mean, Bothroyd's. I mean, he's he's going to be there week in and week I mean, out. Bothroyd, Downs, Grimes, R. Mason Thomas. R. Mason Thomas is picked up right where he left off, except he's added size and experience. He's he's by far their best, most consistent pass rusher. Um, it's just going to be difficult for him right now, but it, it's not going to take very long at all before he's got an upside to where he could demand playing time middle late part of the year. Sure, yeah. If if 
if he comes around, it just you know mentally has to has to be able to absorb it all. It's a lot, and um, I, I, he's he's one of those guys that I think he's going to make huge strides. I'm not I'm not necessarily stressing over whether or not he plays a bunch this year, but he's one of those guys where the next time you like next spring or next year, whenever you see him, it's going to be like. What the hell is that thing that's on our football team? Uh, are you ready to make a blanket statement after just viewing two practices, practices four and five of training camp? I live okay. in the world of blanket that's, statements. That's what I thought. Um, Brent, the competitive depth counter, I think, is at 168 currently right now. It's going to get even higher by the time we uh, start a game. Competitive depth in a much different spot than they were a year ago. After two practices, are you ready to confirm what he and every other assistant coach has been saying about their overall depth and just how different of a spot they're in from last season. Yes. Everywhere except for tight side end. Mm, a little bit worried about the overall depth there. Well. That's tight end in case you're that's new to the show. I mean, I'm not worried about it. I've just accepted that there's no depth. You've got one – one tight end that's that's played any any decent amount of football. So, and I just think that's the way it's going to be for a while. And well, if tight end is the only place where you don't see competitive depth, then that answers the question that I asked. Yes, they are in a much different, much better spot than they were a year ago. Everywhere that's, that's the case. Uh, center, tackle, guard, both guards. I mean, they got they got. Guys competing for jobs at guards, um, wide receiver room full of them. We'll see who can who can show up. Yeah, I, I, I feel way better across the board. And even like, for example, linebacker, not great depth wise at linebacker, as far as experience and and guys that have played. But there's some they got some really good young players that are going to turn. Like I wouldn't. I'd have no problem if they just threw Lewis Carter out there and said, you're going to stink in the beginning, but it's going to happen really quickly and you're going to be an absolute dude. So they've got a couple of guys like that at backer that keeps you keeps you sane if, if they do have to make a move. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Stay tuned. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. is the Metro's best casino experience with almost 3,000 of your favorite games. Come enjoy our 17th birthday with our $100,000 new scene 17 celebration. Play with your wild card all month for a chance to win every Saturday in August. You won't find better than number one. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. All right, man, you heard it. Let's move, 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 move. 
Find your Sooner coverage fix with the home of Sooner fans on your favorite social media platform for questions of the day, upcoming show interviews, show highlights, and more. Oh, look at that, an alert. I'm probably trending already. Search for KREF Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Looking for a trusted, locally owned and operated roofing company in Oklahoma? Black Thunder Roofing is a top-rated Home Advisor Elite Service Award winner and recipient of multiple Angie Superior Service Awards. They can do it all. Black Thunder also does free inspections and estimates. Locally operated in Norman and Edmond, Black Thunder Roofing serves OKC's metro area south of Purcell, Noble, Blanchard, as well as Yukon, Mustang, Bethany, and Piedmont. Visit blackthunderroofing.com or call 405-473-8028 for your free estimate today. Whether you live in or visit Norman this summer, the City of Norman wants to encourage you to eat, shop, stay, and play local. Summer's heating up and so are the deals. Cool down at Heyday, Norman's only family entertainment center. Endless fun awaits. Mini golf, laser tag, rope scores, and revolutions for the 21 and up crowd. Plus daily specials. There is something for everyone at Heyday. Shop the International Pantry on West Lindsay Street, Oklahoma's kitchen destination since 1978. Offering cookware, cutlery, bakeware, barware, ethnic, and gourmet food. Coffee, tea, cooking classes, bridal, and gift registries. The International Pantry is a candy and toy store for those who love to cook and eat. Don't miss Wonder House Design and Consign, where Norman shops for all their window coverings, upholstery, fabric, custom pillows, wallpaper, and consignment needs. Wonder House Design and Consign, locally owned and operated, is your design dream. When you shop local, it stimulates the economy in our community and benefits local schools and nonprofits. So each shop, play, and stay in Norman this summer. Schumacher Law Group, when experience matters. Tracy Schumacher is a former prosecutor and former district judge. Whether it's a probate challenge, criminal charges, or contentious divorce proceedings, experience matters. The attorneys at Schumacher Law Group provide compassionate, knowledgeable advice, all while fighting for your best interests. Find Schumacher Law Group online at lawgroupok.com or call 405-701-1882. Hometown lawyers ready to fight for you when experience matters. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality, crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro, or we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. It's what caught Teddy's eye, brought to you by Yelagosny Law. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer? Yelagosny Law communication is a priority. That's Yelagosny Law, 405-800-8080, 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is? Uh, I guess I saw USC lost another commitment, huh? Keyword there is another. That's uh, What's going on out there? Decommit number five, all five players from the state of California. This one to Oregon, which makes it even better since they're so pissed that Oregon's going to the Big Ten as well. I had a theory thrown out to me today by loyal listener Sean. He says that commits are reading the tea leaves, that he's going to be in the NFL soon. And that's the reason why we have so many decommits going on with SC. Yeah, I... I have I've not heard that from anyone, but 
that would kind of make sense why why the recruiting hasn't picked up the way that that everyone kind of expected it to but I, it just I don't know it seems seems strange right especially some of the offensive positions that they're having trouble with it's uh it's gone it's gone quiet on USC do you think he's going to make the the jump is that something that you to the NFL yeah. Lincoln Riley uh yeah he's he's going to be in the NFL soon like in the next two years I just don't I don't think he's crazy about coaching in the Big Ten. Like maybe he's in the Big Ten for one season. I, I if the over under is two and a half more years at SC, I I'm taking the under, dude. Hmm. Yeah. I think that league could potentially be awful for how he tries to build a program, how he tries to go about building a team. I just I don't I don't think that's a great that's a great fit for him or USC. We don't have to linger on this much longer, but. Do you think he knew about the? I don't think he knew about the Big Ten move. I really don't. And do you think that that's frustrated him? Yes. And that's why, and yes. especially with Oregon and Washington. Well, think about it, because I think um, you know how he felt about the SEC was definitely a reason why he you know bolted the way that he did from here, and then going to that job and not knowing about the Big Ten. Yeah, it it's it's uh I don't know, I don't know what's what's. I don't know. I wish I had a better theory as to why it's not going. Like the thing that you California is also not the power state that it used to be. So, no. and, and that's something else. There, you can still get a quarterback there. Absolutely, you can get a quarterback. You can get receivers there. You can get skilled position players. But down linemen, California just does not. They don't have them, man. And I think at one point they did, but they're in the southeast now. They're in the Midwest. I mean, you just go look at the past few years. In the state, not that there's zero, but compared to the other hotbeds of the country, I think Georgia has surpassed California the past two or three recruiting cycles with more overall five stars. So forever it was Texas, Florida, and California, and I think California is is, is still a power state, but Georgia might be better overall with talent now than the state of California is, which is crazy. Yeah, here's the wild thing, and uh, you could you could maybe say that well Lincoln and. I, what's hurting them in recruiting is the transfer portal. Recruits don't want to go there if they feel like their job's just going to be taken by a, a transfer portal guy. And I think there may that be too, yeah. may be some effect to that. But uh, here's the here's the overall thing: uh, if recruiting's not great right now, and they don't have they don't win the the Pac-12, and and you know they maybe have a whole hum season because it's going to be difficult in that conference, like. It could it could get really interesting they, for him really need, quickly. They need some momentum going into next year, especially yeah. without Caleb Williams. Last thing I've got, um, I guess maybe we can see maybe what the deal was with Bienemy. Already, players complaining about his coaching style as the Commanders offensive coordinator. What Pretty are, interesting. What are right? they saying? He's not very good. They're just coming to Ron Rivera with uh, with concerns, and he said it at a press conference. That players have come to him just a little concerned about Bienemy's coaching style. So that's already um, happened in training camp. Then, dang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess you know some reporters asked, and he said, "Yeah, they have uh, had a number of guys come to me, and I said, hey, just go talk to him. I understand what he's trying to get across to you. I think as they go through and they talk and listen to him, it's been enlightening for a lot of these guys. I mean, it's a whole different approach. So." I don't know. Interesting. How about the uh, NFL Top 100 being yeah. released, or the Top 10 at least, was uh, released last night? Jalen Hurts 
buddy, he took a massive jump up the rankings. The NFL Top 100 is voted on by the players. Jalen Hurts came in at number three last night, ranked in front of guys such as Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals. Mark Andrews was at 80, Lane Johnson at 41, CeeDee Lamb at 34, Trent Williams at 14, but it was Jalen Hurts at number hmm. three that was surprising. Who was number one? Oh, come on. Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Who else? Uh, uh, Too high for Jalen Hurts at three? Ranked in front of Burrow, man. I – I think it's yeah, it's it's I think it's way too high. Quarterback gets way too much like like preferential like ratings whenever it comes to top players. Uh like Mahomes is really good. There's no doubt about that. But I I mean there's there's some guys at their position group that have like been locked down can't touch them players for a decade, you know? So, I don't know. I Those things are always weird, but I think it's probably a little bit of recency bias with Jalen Hurts. But, hey, he's – I mean, he's got that argument on the quarterback list. I wouldn't say he's got the argument on the overall player yeah. list. 25 days until kickoff in yeah. Norman, but 18 days until kickoff for those that are playing on week zero, including Navy. Huh. Navy plays in week zero, yeah. and I don't know if you're familiar with the calendar in college football or not, but the Army-Navy game is always played the weekend after uh, the conference championships. Mm-hmm. So our Navy is going to start its season on August 26th, and it won't end its season until December 9th. Uh, by far and away, really by two weeks here, because they play in week zero, and they play after conference championship weekend. Their regular season is going to last uh, longer than anybody else in college football this year. Which, you know, treat that game against Notre Dame as a, as a preseason game, and then they've got a bye week before they play again. So maybe that's the way to do it, stretch it out. Last one I have, Barrett Salee, ranking the new and future Big 12 teams huh. based – on potential long-term success, all right? Okay. He's got UCF at one, Utah at two, Arizona State at three, unless they have to go play in Morgantown. They'll be upset about that. We know that much. Mm -hmm. Houston at four, BYU at five, Arizona at six, Cincinnati at seven, Colorado at number eight. Uh, I don't know. UCF, I agree with. Arizona State – that's too high for ASU, man. And I'll tell you why it's too high. If they have a if they burst onto the scene under Kenny Dillingham as the new head football coach, see you. He ain't staying. He's going to a bigger job. And they have not been a program that has had sustained success. So I would did he say Utah was two or Utah was two, Arizona State three, Houston four, BYU five. I would say that I I may elevate BYU a little bit. I mean, that's a team that's been, you know, pretty consistently decent for a long period. So, yeah. But UCF, I agree with 100%. Cincinnati was just in the playoff two years ago, got them all yeah. the way down at seven. And that's an interesting – there's been a lot – like several coaches that have had success at Cincinnati. Maybe we're too quick to – to dismiss them after um, Brian Kelly left Cincinnati for Notre Dame, Butch Jones left Cincinnati yeah. for Tennessee. Um, why am I fickle left fickle, Cincinnati yeah. for Wisconsin? So I hopefully if they have a good make that next hire, they don't have to 
lose them, you know, because they're a non-Power 5 school. And they've had the most recent success, so they're probably a little too low. But UCF, man, they may have the single biggest jump to relevancy from anyone out of this conference realignment Especially stuff. if, like, if Miami were to get left out yeah. or FSU and Miami are still in the ACC, Florida can't figure it out, absolutely. Yep, yep. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do, too. This is The Ref, home of Sooner fans. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Hundreds of Oklahoma teenagers have no family, few options, and often nowhere to turn. But older kids need foster and adoptive families, too. The Oklahoma Department of Human Services has hundreds of teenagers waiting, hoping that you'll decide to make a difference in their life. Call the Oklahoma Department of Human Services and become a foster or adoptive parent. You will forever change a child's life and your own. You've made a big difference in my life. Thank you. You've joined the ref for years with our 68-team giveaway in March. Now, we're giving you a shot at college football glory in our first annual Gridiron Giveaway. Join us Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 p.m. at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond, 909 West I-35 Frontage Road, as we give away 70 teams from all the Power 5 conferences. If you get one of the four teams that make it to the playoffs, you will win one of four major grand prizes. There will also be hourly instant giveaways throughout the day. Oh, there it is. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's the Refs Gridiron Giveaway, Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. Come early and stay all day for the fun and for your shot at college football glory. While serving in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. They didn't think I was going to make it. I'm LaToya Lucas, and I'm a veteran. I had to learn to live with the scars, both visible and invisible. DAV helps veterans like LaToya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. (laughs) A heads up before something bad happens. You should not send that text. Uh Uh-oh. Life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can reverse prediabetes and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives. 
This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. Entrepreneurs and more Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, more Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. Coach Stoops here for Van Hoos Fence. If you want to work with the best local fence company and get championship service, contact my friend Mark and the Van Hoos Fence team. Van Hoos Fence gives each customer the most professional craftsmanship and competitive pricing in Oklahoma. From wood to chain link to vinyl to metal fences, the Van Hoos Fence team does it all. Contact the Fencing All-Americans at Van Hoos Fence, 405-735-1167 or vhfence.com. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bring you the sour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Uh, OU did add a player for the 2024 class, if your favorite uh, position, by the way. Liam Evans, the number seven ranked kicker out of huh. Moore High School in Moore, Oklahoma, uh, committed to OU earlier today. He released a video in 2020 where he hit five in a row from 60 yards. Nice. Uh, nice sign. So congrats to uh, Liam Evans, Moore High School. Is- is that an offer, or is, is that what that is, or is that a? Well, it's it's not going to count as an offer. They're, they're doing this. They're they're doing things where you, you come in, but you get your school paid for with NIL, essentially, from hmm. how what I understand. So I, I think he falls into. Uh, Doesn't into that. count as a scholarly. Correct. Yes. Nice. Uh, more high school. Liam Evans. You can catch that all year long. Kref Sports. Oklahoma TV. has cracked the top 15 in recruiting classes. 24 seven. They're 14 on three. They're 16. So right around it. What do you think? Uh, I think they need to close on these defensive linemen is what I think. I think what, what everyone else. Thinks. What's all the scuttlebutt on one One The scuttlebutt nationally is that Mizzou leads six days out. From wow. the, and the NIL offer is, um, they made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Well, it's that's it's what you're telling around me. Around seven hundred thousand dollars, like the rumor. Then it's pretty close to it. Yeah. Well. How are you feeling about it? Feel okay? Feel oh, great about David Stone, I, Nigel Smith. You feel great about David Stone and I, Nigel Smith? Somehow, yeah. Okay. Uh, two out of three ain't bad, is what you're telling me. I would rather go three out of three, and they'll get more defensive linemen than just those two. I mean, they even have Jaden Jackson committed right now. Is it your belief that they need to get the number one player in this class like yeah. that yeah I can, I'm kind yeah. of there too I mean I, I still think that even if they don't get one area you can look at it at the end if you close on Stone if you close on Okoye Nigel Smith and can say yeah that was that was a good class you did as well as you have on the defensive line in a while but do they need to get the number one player yeah they do man I think that would with the conference that they're going yeah yeah, 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 yeah. for sure I, I feel like the Okoye kid is a bit underrated, but I guess here's what I'm saying. I 
if we made it known we needed $700,000 to get the number one recruit in the country, do you think it would be – I don't think it would be that difficult to raise it from our fan base. Well, they may not be that far off right <laughs> I'm now just saying, the like, offer. here's what we need. <laughs> All right, quick timeout. we got the final out of the rush coming up. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo 